0: hey what's up this is Tia hey loves it's me Val and thank you for joining us for another cup filling episode of crown chronicles
1: although many times a queen's crown may slip only together can we bear the weight that comes along with wearing it
0: so join us as we indulge in life changing conversations respecting the healing journey and the path each one of us travels in obtaining complete fullness
1: peace and joy hey y'all welcome back to another episode of crown chronicles uh, hey. hey loves hey, uh, I- Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> let me start by saying y'all i know y'all like this girl is always tired because i come on here i'm like i'm so tired i will say and y'all better not judge me you do started stop oversleep. Tia, I woke up. Tia then called and text like, "Oh, we still getting on right?" And it's thirty five minutes past the time we was supposed to meet. And I was like, "Oh shoot!" And I forgot my son at school. Oh, so I'm tired. He was pissed at me. He had to walk home. But what well, don't kill you make you stronger. Come on. Um, my week was. Crazy, y'all. It was good though. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not my Definitely had some revelations. Come on. Um but it was good and it was much needed. I had a good weekend. Um over the weekend I stayed with a good friend of mine and we were just there to support each other, spend time. I was away from the kids, from the husband, from, you know, just all the responsibilities of day-to-day life. And I really, really needed that. Um, And she needed it as well. So very grateful for that moment, but I was ready to to come back home to my family. But You miss me? I do miss you. I do miss you and the kids still so much still I that, but, I know. oh I my gosh now. that's my
0: know. baby now
1: she love me oh, she do i put her hair all in ponytails yesterday she looks so cute
0: I just
1: want you ain't send me no picture, girl. She don't like taking pictures, but I I got a little video I'm gonna have to send over to you so you can check her out today though. Her ponytail is still in. She woke up looking like loaf dog, and I was like, yeah! Oh, we gotta get these ponytails. Get-
0: <laughs> right? Can't have are here like this. What I do this week, friend, sent you that video of her in the corner I was in my feelings when I was watching it. I'm like, I miss her.
1: You he said oh nothing, just sitting here missing butt butt. <laughs> um but yeah it was it was good y'all I've been praying um I've been praying that God give me you know the energy that I need to be productive um that he remove the spirit of procrastination I think that's something really big I've been praying for and I don't even want to say it's been procrastination it's just I think it's just energy I need it I have a desire but and it's not that I'm just intentionally just putting things off it's just like I don't have the energy or the strength to buckle down and take care of business so um I've been praying that God help me help me through this season because I don't like it. I've always been like a go, go, go person and I'm not right now, and it's bothering me. But
0: can I play devil's advocate for a second? Answer a question. What if this guy's slowing you down though?
1: But for what though? Being that you are a guy go, go, money to make. make. We got bills
0: yeah. to pay. And that's definitely it's definitely true. But I mean, at all times, at every stage, at every phase. Um, in every season, um, in every chapter of your life, he's always provided though. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like sometimes we do get so focused on money. It's money to be made, money to be made. We got to do this and we got to do that. And sometimes he will really sit us down. We talked about this, you know, a few episodes ago. So I get what you're saying. I guess I'm just playing devil's advocate. And I told you sometimes I really do feel like the holy spirit just places certain things on my heart that just and i have to just say it out loud um and that was just a thought that came to mind like what if he's just slowing you down for a reason because throughout this time a lot of clarity has came to you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm.
1: just a thought yeah, for but sure just, and it's yeah, not it's not I'm not stressed like I'm not worried like things aren't going to get taken care of because as you mentioned I know my god is a provider okay one thing for certain, two things for show I know things are going to be just fine right um but yeah I just don't like it, it just doesn't feel good yeah so what about your week? How's your week been? My week has been good. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's been really good, actually. Um the kids started school this week and you know my aunt she had made a statement today like, oh, I hadn't called you because I know the first week of school can be really hectic and busy. And I'm like, it's been the total opposite. It's been perfect. Like we all transitioned really, really well. Um, so we decided she wanted to take the bus this year. She's never rode the school bus. I've always taken mm-hmm. her to school, picked her up, or she went to aftercare. Um, so the first day she rode the bus, we almost missed it because the bus said it came out came at 658. So we left the house at 652 because the bus stop is literally right there, but she was already outside. Mm. So we ran down the street. So that was actually kind of fun though, because it's like, that's a kid. That's being a kid. Mm. The bus outside, you see it, you got to run to catch it. So it was, it was fun. Of course, the very first day she got on the bus. I got in my car and I drove up to the school because I had to make sure the bus actually took her to school. So girl. I was outside waiting for her outside the school. She didn't know I was there. So when she got off the bus and was walking up to the front door, she looked at me. She's talking about, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bud but give me a kiss. Because we got Zoe but, but too. I'm like, give mm-hmm. me a kiss. She like, mama. So I got a kiss and I got to watch her walk inside. So I felt so much better. A um, girl. Said, girl. I'm like, this is my daughter. She like, like, girl. So um, after that, though, so that was Monday. But the rest of the week, I've dropped her off at school because she has to get up at six in order to catch the bus on time. But if I drop her off at school, she can get up at 6.45. So mm-hmm. She likes having her extra 45. So she was like. Yeah, for the rest of the week, drop her off. So I dropped her off. But and what time does 15?
1: their school start? That's so early. And what time I get out? 220. Oh, I feel you, Zoe. Yeah,
0: yeah so i the bus home now, and that has been good. Um, it's just like I said, it's been a smooth transition. It's really helped me because by me getting up at 6 30 making sure she's up and she's ready I'm able to start I've been starting my day at that time so I've been up I typically have gotten coffee every single morning in the summertime, I probably have maybe had coffee like every other day this week um I just been up and I've been moving so it hasn't it's been a smooth transition Dominic transition well. I got a text, and I'm going to share it with you guys because I'm super excited and proud. Okay. Um, I got a text message today, and it said, "Good morning. This is Mrs. Houston at Blank Blank School. I am Dominic's English teacher. This is not an emergency. I wanted to let you know that I have been very impressed with his manners and willingness to listen. He also puts full effort into assignments." He's going to be a great leader. I'm looking forward to the year. Thank you for sharing him with us. Um, I was just so happy. Wow, yeah, so So proud. And I just felt like, wow, again, as a parent, we know like what we're teaching our kids at home, the values, Mm -hmm. the manners, all of that that we're trying to instill in them. So when they go out and incorporate All of that knowledge, all of those tools, all of that wisdom that you try to feed them into their day-to-day lives and in school, and then to have someone actually let you know, like, okay, I see this, and I want to let you know, this is what I see, and I appreciate it. I appreciate that feedback, so I was really pleased to hear that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Our week has been great. Again, the transition has been smooth, but I want to say this. I feel like the transition goes smoothly too when you transition from summer bright to, you know, school the school year. When you have stability and order and a routine school starting is not really a huge like chaotic moment for you Mm -hmm. everybody just already knows what they're supposed to do what's expected of them what their roles are okay boom I know I get up in the morning brush my teeth whatever Mm -hmm. and so it's just like again it's a reflection on who we are as parents Mm -hmm. when changes occur And it's not chaotic and it's not Mm -hmm. stressful. And, you know, we're not all running around the house in the morning with our heads cut off. Everybody knows where everything is. We have a routine. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's just a change. It's just a pivot from what we were doing before. So I just want to say hats off to the parents that create those types of environments for Mm -hmm. themselves, for their children, and just for their household in general. Um, you know we, we really are out here being some dope ass people yeah dope ass parents and I, I don't know I'm just I'm really I'm high right now <laughs> hmm. not literally you like, know what I'm saying like just like off of life off of parents and off of my kids watching them grow like this feedback that I'm getting just seeing them transition and just do so well Always oh, just so nice
1: yeah big ups to all the moms the dads i know it's back to school season like tia said and praying for our kids this year praying that we can go through a school year with no mass shootings Um, big ups to the educators because we know know. jobs are not easy so i always make sure i get my kids teachers their flowers, let them know how appreciative I am of them and their time and their dedication because I couldn't do their job, I'm going You know, Mm-mm. so um, time to start seeing all these back to school posts on social media, which I love. I love the back to school posts. I love to see all the kids just dressed, hair done, Vaseline on,
0: just ready.
1: <laughs> they be shiny, girl, I love it.
0: They be shiny. I didn't post any pictures. Only because honestly, I took pictures of them, but I don't know why I was so caught up in the moment to like Zoe riding the bus. that was such a big deal for me because mm-hmm. she's, but she's in fourth grade. Next year will be her last year of elementary school, Dominic eighth grade, last year of middle school. I think this year for me, I just sat in the moment you know yeah. what I mean, like, and don't get me wrong, I, like you said, I love the post. I always make posts, I always share it, even when I didn't have social media, I made sure my mom posted my kids for their first day back to school, but this year, I just really, I don't know, I just sat in it,
1: yeah,
0: I don't know, like, we, you know, it's just something when your kids start getting older and you just oh.
1: change, you know. It's I like, just had to call wow. big Michael, my kids, my two older kids, their dad, yesterday. And I said, I just was calling to tell you that I love our kids so much. And he was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, I just look at them all the time. I just stare at them and something is clearly wrong with Asia. She just got home from volleyball practice, y'all. And you could just see it all over her face. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with her, but as soon as we get done, I'm gonna have to check in because, yeah, I don't know. So, so let's get let's get into this week's
0: topic. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, Val, you got your phone in your hand. mm mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because I want to make sure we're both looking at the right one. Because I want to make sure we touch all points. Okay. Let's see here. Okay, so I saw a post this week and I sent it to Val and it said, I'm not leaving my kids to go live like I don't have any. I'm not giving my kids to nobody to keep while I get my life together. As long as I have breath in me, I won't ever allow anyone to raise my kids, period. Can't nobody care for them like I can. We're doing this life together. No matter how many times I fail, one thing's for certain and two things for sure, I know mine will be able to say that mother never folded. And at the end, it said, We're differences. It was a lot <laughs> there that stood out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that um, I kind of feel some type of way about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, even though I went first last week, but you say I always ask you what you think I'm gonna.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I want to start because this kind of hit home for me a little bit. Um, when it says. I'm not giving my kids to nobody to keep while I get my life together. When I read that, I instantly thought about when I first moved to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the agreement was between, it was a few parties involved. Again, it's like village. So it was my daughter's father, <laughs> excuse me, my mom and my grandmother. And the agreement was that. I will move to Atlanta. I moved on the 31st of May, I believe, or it was June 1st, June 1st, um, and my kids were going to stay back in St. Louis with the three of them, you know, because her dad did work, so between... My mom and my grandmother and her dad, everybody was going to work together to keep the kids. At some point, Dominic even went with Val while I was gone, but the agreement was for 30 days. All I needed was 30 days to get to Atlanta. I already had a job that I started on June the 2nd. Um, I already had a job lined up, so that wasn't a problem. Moved down June 1st, started working June 2nd. I felt like I needed 30 days because I had only been to Atlanta one time, and that was when I came to visit for my interview for my job. So I needed time to kind of look at the places that I had found online, <clears throat> excuse me, figure out which, you know, area I thought worked best for us. I was only familiar familiar with a few areas just based off of the family that I had here. And so I just felt like 30 days was definitely enough time for me to you know, run up a little money, find a place, secure a place and bring my kids here. And again, it was in the summertime school was out. Um, so for me personally, I definitely feel like at that moment in time, I didn't give my kids necessarily to anybody, but I did use the support system that I had to care for my children why why while I secured a place for us why I feel like while I created a foundation for us in a new city in a new state and to this day I don't regret doing that Mm -hmm. um did I miss my children yes of course I went home probably I think two or three times within those 30 days Zoe's dad came to visit me within that time um Zoe actually ended up coming before the full 30 days, but on the 29th day, my mom came to Atlanta with my son. I had a place and I kept my word. So it literally took me 30 days, but I don't regret that at all. I needed that. And to to know that I had that support at that time, to know that while I was trying to create quote unquote, a new life and start a new chapter And to know that I had that support while doing so, that meant so much to me. Um, So that's how I feel about that part of it. Um, Then I just wanna say this again, my opinion, I don't necessarily agree with, I'm not leaving my kids to, you know, with anybody. And as long as you have breath in your body, your kids will forever be with you. There's a lot of mothers out here who are battling with depression, mental illness, um, suicidal thoughts. And so for situations like that, I strongly encourage you to use the support systems that you have if you have you know, the children's fathers or your mother or their grandmother, whoever you have in your corner and around you to support you and to care for your children at times where you feel like you're unable to even care for yourself. I strongly support that. I feel like their strength in you doing that versus being weak and saying, no, I'm not going to allow anyone to help me. And I'm just going to go through this depression or go through this sadness or, you know, whatever it is, go through it knowing that you're not showing up for yourself let alone for your children that becomes unsafe for both you and your children so I feel like it's great strength in as a parent as a mother as a father even because there's fathers out there just saying I need help I can't do it by myself I'm not well Mm -hmm. I'm not mentally emotionally or spiritually strong enough to deal with this today there's so much strength in that and we save so many babies by just speaking up and saying that. Mm-hmm. So I just totally disagree with pretending that everything is okay just to say I have my children in my custody. Because just because you have your children in your custody doesn't necessarily mean you're giving them the love, the attention. The tools that they need to be successful. You could be doing way more damage than good by not allowing someone else to step in when you need help.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's all I got to say.
1: Agreed. Um, <laughs> I just want to second the statement of it takes a lot of strength you guys, to be able to, I understand, to say, look, I need help, you know, learning how to put that pie to the side, because truth be told, we all need help at one point or another. Um, The village and the support system is so important. That's what it's there for. I feel like, and especially in a lot of cultures, too, there's a lot of cultures where everybody is living together or within the same neighborhood why because it's necessary sometimes to have the mom and the aunties and the cousins and the grandkids right by you we all pitching together we all going you know through life together we're all there to help uplift and support in times when one may be strong and the other is weak and there Mm. might be times when you are the stronger person and your sister is the weaker person and um I don't know I again I thank God that I do have a support system I understand that there are those out there who may not have Mm -hmm. a healthy support system but you gotta do what's necessary and like Tia said there are instances where it can become life-threatening for you and for your kids imagine what kind of trauma you are creating in your children's lives because you just want to say I always have my kids mm-hmm. and yet you're exposing them to things they don't need to be exposed to they're going through things that they don't they shouldn't that they don't necessarily have to if you were able to relinquish your your ego because <laughs> mm-hmm. really is. Is serving your ego you know um so when I read it, I, I saw this post a while ago. It was probably like a year or two ago when I saw it. And I instantly was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm good. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't. I mean, it's one thing to just leave your kids because you want to go and run these streets, but... Right. totally different. And, or just completely just give up all your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But the post said because I'm quote-unquote getting my life together. Yeah, some struggle is necessary for the kids to experience. We've talked Absolutely. about that. There are some things that it's good to expose our kids to. You know what? We don't have the money to do that right now because we got to eat. We got to, you know, but some things are so unnecessary, like Tia mentioned, especially when you're battling with mental illness. Um, Why take your kids through that? Why Why? not take the time to focus on you? That's going to help you out in return, too. Like, go get yourself together, sis, so you can be a better mom. Absolutely. So you're not inflicting any physical or emotional or mental harm upon your kids. And we are different. I agree. We're definitely different. We're definitely different. Very different. (laughs) Because sometimes giving up your kids... It, that is the hardest thing to do. I get it as a mom to say, I just cannot do it right now. Mm-hmm. I get it. But sometimes it's the best thing to do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to kind of, um, I want to transition a little bit, but it's still very much on topic. You made a statement that some struggle you know some struggles i should say our kids do need to see and so i kind of just want to have you know just a real transparency moment when i first moved to atlanta yes okay i needed 30 days to find us a place oh my gosh when i say i spent so much money pay- paying application fees holding fees Administration because it's the application, the admin fee, um, and then it's the deposit. I paid so many application and admin fees because I was just all over the place with trying to find a place and making sure I was doing what was best for myself and my family and choosing the right place. So I lost out on a lot of money um because I just I didn't know and the person I was with at the time every time I shared with him what I was doing was just it was just you know we just couldn't agree on anything and it's because too I look back on it everything was new for the both of us um however that final apartment that I chose in the complex that I chose it started off as a two-bedroom me and You know, my significant other at this time, we were bumping heads. We couldn't agree that if it's one thing you don't know, moving to a new state with a significant other will either make or break that relationship for sure. You guys might get back together because we did, but at that moment, it broke us. But I couldn't let it stop me. So I went from a two-bedroom to a one-bedroom apartment and I had never, all my apartments, that I've ever had all of the places that I lived on my own were all two bedrooms I always had a two bedroom like I, I had I, in my mind I couldn't believe I was just ending up in a one-bedroom apartment so I started off in a one-bedroom apartment got that room completely together for my kids it was two beds in there they had their tv stand they had a, a um a dresser and nightstands and the dvd player at the time like they had all their games and dvds like the room was completely set up to make them feel comfortable granted we didn't have a living room just a living room set period no couch no nothing no dining room nothing all they had was their room but in my mind that's all that we needed long story short that ended up being taken away from them it got them to a point where we were in a one-bedroom apartment with nothing but an air mattress. That was the struggle that we were in at that time. And I'm very, very thankful for it and that they got a chance to witness that. Do I wish at that time I could have sent my kids to go live with someone else? No, I don't. Um, so that's why I say I agree with that post on some things, but then others I don't. And to go back to Val's point, some struggles, yes, they do have to see. And that was a struggle. I felt like I'm very thankful that my kids got to see because now they understand the transition. They understand the growth. They understand it can appreciate more where we are today. Mm -hmm. But that was definitely a time where Honestly, if I probably had more family around me, I would have definitely utilized my resources. But because I was in a state and I didn't have my normal village around me, we had to thug it out the way that we did. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it, but I do know I would have been the first person asking for help and trying to see who had what to give to us to put into our house because I had never been in that position before in my life. But I don't know that's why I say I just feel like I agree with that you know that whole post but I don't because I am such a person to where I I don't mind asking for help I don't and when I say help I don't even just mean financially give me wisdom give me the tools like teach me Give me yeah. scriptures. If you see that I'm I'm going through a time of heartache or I'm going through a time of depression, give me scriptures that you know will get me through this time. Give me scriptures that I can go and read every day to help rebuild that strength that I need.
1: Mm-hmm. I need
0: help and I don't mind asking for it. Mm-hmm. I've never been too proud for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think it's important to to we're not saying just go leave your kids with anybody. Mm -mm. Leave them with the people you say you won't nobody care for your kids, the way you do I am fortunate enough to know that I do have people in my life that will love my kids in the same way I would love my kids, you know. Whether it's their grandmother, whether it's my sister, whether, you know, yep. I have people in my life that I know if I if Lord forbid anything ever happened to me, I know my kids would be straight. And maybe that individual that wrote the post, maybe they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why she feels that way. Cause I know that is the case for many. But if you do have somebody in your life that you know is going to look out for you and your kids, do not be ashamed to say, I need a minute, y'all. If you could just bear with me, if you could, you know, help out a little, whatever that might look like for you. Mm -hmm. And I know personally, I know my kids... (laughs) And that's what one of the things that I was talking to their dad about is just like, man, I look at my big kids and watching them just grow. And I'm looking at like my baby straight went through life with me. Mm -hmm. They've seen the good, they've seen the bad, Mm -hmm. they've seen the ugly. Um, But my kids, I still, I feel like my kids are very humble though. Mm Mm-hmm you know, and it built character, then being able to witness how God has truly carried us. Mm -hmm. Even me as a child, I think about the struggles because my mom was much like Tia. My mom came from a whole nother country. She didn't have no one, not a sister, a grandmother, and she did the best that she can. But I remember we got home from school and they didn't change the locks on the door. We had to mm-hmm. break through the window just to get some clothes. You know, I remember when the lights were cut off or the gas was cut off. You know, mm-hmm. and we weren't starving though. You know, like there's mm-hmm. times when we mm-hmm. went without, but we was good. But that helped us to be who we are today. Like we straight mm-hmm. out. Oh, being yeah. my brothers my brothers and I um so again like Tia said it's just knowing when when to reach out and ask for help and I think a big part she hit it on the head was when your mental isn't right where you're in a position where you could possibly harm yourself harm Mm -hmm. your kids or (laughs) have a support system if you're on the brink of becoming homeless but you have a mom or Mm -hmm. a sister that would be willing to take the kids while you go out and get the home and secure secure the roof over Mm -hmm. the head like Mm -hmm. in those serious situations y'all like if you can and if you have a support system humble yourself absolutely
0: I agree um Again, staying on topic, but kind of switching gears in a sense, I kind of want to throw a curveball in. You know, you mentioned reaching out and sharing with Big Michael, you know, how you felt about the kids, just looking at them and how, you know, just, just that feeling that you got. Um, I want to say this too, because there was a comment that was made to me about someone, uh, one of my coworkers. She had allowed her son to go with his dad for the summer. And I guess that's not something that they do often. That's not something that's been, you know, a part of their norm, but they're trying it out. And just the level of anxiety that she had while he was with his dad or just letting him go off at first initially. And it kind of made me think about, you know, one moment where we both now have allowed our children to go with their fathers at different times. And I even had this conversation with Zoe's dad, Um, couldn't have it, couldn't have had it at a better time because I do believe that it's important and Val, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I kind of shared this with you during that moment when your kids were with Michael. Um, understanding too how much dads are missing out on the day-to-day. We are so blessed as mothers those who are active mothers who want to be moms in their you know children's lives we're so blessed to be able to wake up to our kids every morning and see them off to school and to text them throughout the day how's your day going and to pick them up after school to hear what happened and even if they didn't have such a great day to know that they're coming to you and they're they're confiding in you and you're able to to be that person for them that's a blessing I could never imagine playing the role of a father. And I say that because not all fathers are outside of the home because they just don't care about their kids. When relationships don't work out, it's just become the normal thing to do that we didn't work out. The kids are with the mom. They're with me. And when you have active fathers and dads that do care, sometimes I'll be really putting myself in their shoes like, damn, I wonder how they feel. Because they they just, especially if you all don't live in the same state. And so then I guess at that point, yeah, you can say as a mom, okay, we'll move down here. They can move, live in the same city and all of that. They still are not experiencing what we experience. So I kind of just wanted to twist it a little bit and just say, Let's start trusting the dads and allowing them the opportunity to share some of those same experiences with the kids that we get to. And that was just something that came to mind. It's like we we I feel like sometimes as moms we want to be in control so much, and we're always so worried. And like you said, about even in the post, nobody's going to care for them like I care for them. But why wouldn't he? Who says he doesn't he doesn't love those kids just as much as you do? Who says that he wouldn't do just as much as you would? Who said he says he wouldn't do more? Like, just let's give these fathers the opportunity to actually be fathers. Let's trust them and let's give them the same options that we have as far as being that parent day in and day out and seeing those kids off to school and seeing them come home like let's give them that the opportunity at times as well let's think about them and consider them that's just my opinion just something that I thought about just based off of something that was shared with me
1: yeah but um yeah so when I was talking to him yesterday when I said I was like man like my kid straight has just went through life with me you know and I'm just sharing with him, you know, some of the conversations mm-hmm. we have after school. And he was like, I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying my hardest to get down there. He's like, I wanna just up and move now, but I know I gotta like stick to the plan. I'm trying to get there, especially because they are getting older. Um, And I remember there was two times while I've being here that I've allowed the kids to go and be with their father um because I knew it would benefit me and I wanted to give him the chance to be um, hands-on give them the opportunity to learn from their father he has a lot of game he has a lot of knowledge I think it's great um that they have the opportunity to pick up some of these things and I remember the most recent time was when I was pregnant with soul and but my hormone i was just i was a mess and i was sick of it i was sick of the kids i said y'all about to go live with your daddy and girl what 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 put me over the edge okay was i think i had cooked two separate meals big meals
0: come on i already know
1: And this nigga michael had the nerve to go put a frozen pizza
0: in the the oven. oven
1: i said enough y'all ungrateful asses is going down there with your daddy which i think i had already had enough i was already feeling overwhelmed um and i was big shoot what i was eight months i was in my third trimester and i sure did sent him down there but then about a week or two later i was like y'all just need to come back home <laughs> Mm -hmm. i was ready for them to come home like it'd be like that y'all moms we need a break let the daddies take on some of this responsibility if they're able and they're willing you know like now i ain't gonna go send my kids if i know that he not gonna do right by them or you know but if you know that they are able and they are willing and they want to girl you better take advantage and quit playing with yourself
0: you playing yourself
1: get your brain oh I can't wait for him to move down here I'm like you want soul too no I'm just playing
0: (laughs) okay so I wanted to say this too you made a really good point earlier um what I wrote down was the hustle is different let me let me rephrase that is the hustle different for those who struggled as children what I mean by that is I have a few people close to me that I know our experiences our experiences I should say I'm sorry y'all in country our experiences are very different when it comes to what we saw what we endured you know what we experienced growing up and I definitely feel like the hustle is different as well. And I would just speak for myself and me personally, from what I've observed from people around me and just basic, you know, human nature, I feel like people who really had it hard or just who, you know, endured certain things as children, their hustle is just different once they become adults I feel like they have this whole mindset of never going back to what they experienced as a child versus those who I don't want to say necessarily took things for granted but they never saw that side of life it's not they're not as hungry
1: I don't know, friend. I honestly can't answer that. I just know for me and I can only speak from a place of experience because I'll be honest, my circle, for the most part, all of us, though the struggle may be different in our childhood and, and witnessing our parents, there was, for the most part, we all had it pretty, you know, it wasn't always pretty. I'll Mm -hmm. say that. Now, I don't feel like I had the worst childhood Mm -hmm. fight. Because you know what? As kids... I think sometimes when we are going through the struggle with our parents, we don't really realize how much they truly sacrifice, how much we really kind of didn't have until we become adults. Mm -hmm. Because as my mom being a single mother of four with no support system, she did the best that she could. But one thing for certain, she always kept us clean and Mm -hmm. we always had a full belly. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. And so... I think for most people that went to school with us, they would have never known the struggles going Mm -hmm. through. And it wasn't until I kind of entered adulthood that I looked back and I was like, damn, that shit was very traumatic, You you. (laughs) you know, but witnessing her dedication, witnessing all of the sacrifices, watching her make Something out of nothing truly has shaped me. When mm-hmm. we open the refrigerator as kids, we'd be like, ain't nothing in here to eat. Mama open it. She see a whole meal. Do you hear me? And she takes all the scraps. And to this day, I do that. My son just mentioned it yesterday. We were sitting down having dinner. And he was like, because TJ has been cooking more. And he asked, like, you think I'm a good cook? He was like, yeah, I think you could grill. He's like, but you not like mom you know how mom could just go in the refrigerator and just take anything and it you know it'd be good it'd just be fire like you'll create of, a meal you'll create a meal out of a refrigerator that seems bare to the kids and that's what my mom did and i think a lot of my hustle and drive just came from watching the you know her me and the mother that she was and knowing that yeah shit don't just fall in your lap my nigga like you got to get up you got to work hard you got to be dedicated and you got to get up even when you don't feel like it and so again I can only speak from my experience we hear all the time that yes there are a lot of kids who have the world given to them on a silver platter and they grow up to be very lazy Mm -hmm. um, very dependent still as adults on their parents. Mm-hmm. Um however I know that there are stories and situations where people did have everything they wanted and needed handed to them on the silver ladder on a silver platter, but they were still able to walk away and apply their parents, you know, hustle, you know, and make a great life for themselves. So
0: absolutely for sure. That was just a question. When you were just saying that it, It's just like I just thought about it because, like you
1: said, I've heard both sides. But I will say, too, I just sorry, I just (laughs) thought that you do move different when you know you don't have that safety net, right? So, like some people may not move a certain way because they know they always got their parents to fall back on. They always got some kind of trust fund or something to fall back on. But you move and you hustle and you grind a little different when there is no safety net. There's
0: nobody but you. Mm hmm. For sure. I agree. Never thought that I wanted to know. Just something that I had realized. So I'm just going to say again, reiterate. If you need help, ask for it. Especially if you have people there that you trust. Like that you trust. Mm -hmm. that you trust I'm gonna say it one more time that you trust like Mm -hmm. it's someone that you really do trust and that you know um has your best and your your best and your children's best interests they are like okay don't be afraid speak Mm -hmm. up don't ever feel like it's it's weak of you to need help you know to need some assistance to have to get yourself together even us and where we are today there's moments where I need to, you know, get back on track, where Mm -hmm. I feel like it's moments. It's so funny because now I get it when they made statements like a real boss is somebody that can lose it all and get it back. Like,
1: yeah.
0: you know what I'm saying? And that's so true because it's been moments where I've just really been up and I've really been down Mm -hmm. and I get in the middle and then I may go back down and then all of a sudden I'm back up and everything's great so it's like I get that and I understand it and sometimes we all just need man we all need somebody at the end of the day like even if we take the kids out of it if it's not about you know leaving your children with somebody while you get yourself together even if it's just about just talking to somebody and having that mental and emotional support like we all need that I don't think there's anyone out here on this earth that can just do it all alone and if they're saying that they're that they can't they're lying like mm-hmm. right? nobody can do it alone
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just not it's not that's not even healthy.
1: And even if you are doing it I don't feel like the quality of life will be no. You wouldn't have a a good or great quality of life if you just out here straight by yourself with nobody. Here. Um so yeah, I second second all that it, it does. It takes a lot of strength to say, y'all, I need help. That is not a weak trait at all. So yeah. But good discussion, friend.
0: Thank you. I just saw that and it just—I don't know—it just raised both of my eyebrows.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hmm." The judgment. It came. It came across the yeah, judgment. very
0: judgmental. Yeah. Very judgmental, and unfortunately, I feel like nowadays with the way society is and the way the internet and social media is, I feel like a lot of people see certain posts, you don't know what someone's going through. And the minute they open up their phone and open up that app, if that's the first thing that they're that, they, you know, that they see, that can really change the whole trajectory of someone's situation to read something like that. And so I think that's just really what caught my eyes. Like it's just so crazy how there's so, so many different messages that are just placed out there on social media and all these different opinions and I get it. That's what it is. That's what it's for. But I don't know. I just don't want people to get lost in the BS behind a lot of these memes and a lot of these posts. You know, it's a lot of hurt people writing these posts. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people faking it, that's writing these posts. Like that could be somebody that don't even have their kids with them right now. Come on, You know what I'm saying? Like that's really the world we're living in right now. I just saw a post, the other day where the lady took the picture in front of the car i think it was a range rover or something she took a picture in front of with the bow on it with a gift bag and everything and the car dealership wrote under the post like she did not purchase this car this vehicle is still for sale at x amount of dollars like that's how deep the fakery is you know right. and so it's just like dang i just i don't want anybody who's at a weak or low place in their life to see certain things like that and just automatically feel like damn they're right no
1: no nah, take it with a grain of salt Ooh. yeah what? such a great point for, him, for yeah. real he's like she couldn't. that's very true it's very true you gotta do what's best for you at the end of the day you it, can't it, let nobody night. tell you otherwise because like you said somebody could have read that it was getting ready to call and ask for help and then read the post. It was like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. That's a great point. He's
0: faking it, for sure. So, so moral of the story, do what's best for you. Moral of the story, do what's best for you and your family. Whatever you need at that moment in time, do what you see fit. Don't worry about what others may think, Mm -hmm. what they may say, you know, what social media has projected to be the right thing to do or the end thing to do or whatever the case may be, ultimately you have total control over your situation. No one else matters. Mm-hmm. People are going to talk about you, whether you make a right, wrong, or indifferent decision. Mm-hmm. They're still gonna have something to say. There's just no way around people having opinions as they say they're like assholes everyone's gonna have one so no matter what you do people are gonna come in and say what they would have done differently or this or that or whatever the case may be but as long as you're doing what you know is best for you and your children that's all that matters Mm -hmm. and for what everybody else has to say and that's my take on it i love it so thank y'all for joining us with another you
1: know another episode if you have any comments again we say it every time y'all please do not hesitate to reach out share your thoughts share your opinions crown chronicles Pod at um ig at facebook at gmail.com um if you have any specific topic topics you want us to discuss if you have a specific question or scenario you want to run by us please Share. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment on whatever podcast platform you are streaming from. We love y'all. We thank y'all and we will talk to you all again next next week. week. Bye.
0: Bye.